This is Positively Mental, sponsored by Fremont Counseling. Fremont Counseling wants to remind everyone that one of the keys to mental health is a good and open relationship with your primary doctor. In addition to their medical screenings and treatment, primary care doctors should be involved with all aspects of health, including mental health. Call Fremont Counseling to confirm the dates and times for open access evaluations and then simply show up during those times. On a first-come, first-served basis, Fremont Counseling will begin an assessment of your mental health and determine next steps. You can call Fremont Counseling in Lander at 332-2231 or Riverton at 856-6587 or look up their information at fremontcounseling.com. Exploring mental health and the human mind one episode at a time. This is the Positively Mental Podcast. From the Porter's 10Cast Studio, here's professional counselor Lance Godey. Good day, everyone. I'm Lance Godey, and I have been a licensed professional counselor in Riverton for over 20 years and a proud, lifelong resident of Wyoming. I would like to take this opportunity to welcome you to Positively Mental, a new podcast here at 10Cast. As my podcast name implies, with a little bit of humor involved in the title, I intend to focus on mental health from a positive perspective. So, maybe you'd ask, Lance, why did you decide to start this podcast? And that's a great question. And to some extent, I'm not entirely sure. In the past few years, I have tried to dedicate myself to act in more positive ways here in Riverton, Fremont County, Wyoming, and to model the behavior I hope to see so that I am always looking for other ways to contribute to my community. After seeing the number of new podcasts coming out and listening to quite a few, I asked myself one day, I wonder if I could do that. And then I thought, well, sure you can. And maybe it'll be fun too. So let's give it a try. Let's do it. I considered some ideas and topics, deciding I should focus on what I know best from the area that I have worked these last 20 plus years. Then I talked to Jared at County 10 and he loved the idea and here I am. So you're probably wondering, what are my plans? What am I going to do? And, you know, I've, I've definitely thought about that. I, I really do want to educate, to challenge, uh, to, to demystify, if at all possible, to put information out about all aspects of mental health, but as they relate to Riverton, to Fremont County, to the state of Wyoming, and, and even to our nation. I will have guests uh, occasionally that will talk about the many aspects of mental health, and I hope to spark a few thoughts on your end. I really want to bend mental health to a more positive direction so that we can all get behind it and make it normal for everyone to seek help if they are struggling, to know someone else, or if they know someone else struggling with those mental health issues, and, and try to have a conversation about that. I'm new to this podcast thing, and quite honestly, I plan to learn as I go. But I hope I can contribute a little to a better state of mental health to all of our listeners. And if you like what you hear, tell all of your friends. So are you ready? Let's be positively mental. So last week, on October 10th, was World Mental Health Day. 
and as the name implies, it is dedicated to awareness of mental health around the globe. This year, the focus is on suicide prevention, which is an appropriate topic for Wyoming, where we have been in the top three of states with suicide levels for years. Sometimes we've been number one, sometimes two, and sometimes three, where we are currently. Suicide is not a very positive topic for my podcast to start out with, and I recognize that, but helping people in pain is at the core of what all counselors strive for. What I can positively say is that with help, the reasons for suicide can definitely be impacted. You can help by paying attention and then acting. So with World uh, Mental Health Day, uh, the World Health Organization, which is kind of the the body that promotes World Mental Health Day, uh, put out a variety of, of information that I really felt uh, would be good to share to give you some um, understanding of how their perspective is and some of the best practices, things that you can do uh, as a community member or a family member uh, to help those around that might be considering suicide and um, where that comes from. So really the first question is, is ask yourself, Do you know someone who may be considering suicide? Keep in mind that every 40 seconds, someone somewhere in the world dies by suicide. For people with severe depression, it is not uncommon to think about suicide. It is fairly typical for that to occur. So, if you know someone and, and you're worried about someone, understand that suicides are preventable. It is okay to talk about it. In fact, uh, that's one of the things that I would certainly want to demystify is that uh, talking about it makes it more likely to happen. Uh, it actually is not the case. Um, Plenty of research studies have indicated that it has a reverse effect, that you actually lessen uh, the possibility of suicide by talking about it because it reduces anxiety and helps people feel understood. So it really is important that you talk to people who may be feeling down. So what about the warning signs that someone may be seriously thinking about suicide? Well, obviously, threatening one's life uh, to kill oneself is is definitely at the top. That's a fairly obvious one. But saying subtle things, saying things that um, really kind of raise a, a, a red flag for you, things like, no one will miss me when I'm gone, that type of uh, verbal behavior can certainly uh, lead to some suspicion. Uh, looking for ways uh, or, or a means by which um, suicide would be possible, uh, you, you know, knowing whether they have firearms, medication, uh, or are browsing the internet, getting, learning about ways of taking one's own life is certainly a warning sign. Uh, the other, one of the other things is saying goodbye uh, or giving away possessions, valued possessions, uh, writing a will, uh, trying to take steps that somehow seem headed towards some sort of life closure issue. 
So those are all warning signs. Who is at the risk of suicide? Well, you know, people who have previously tried to take their life certainly have an increased risk. Uh, they've already shown that propensity for the possibility. Uh, someone with depression uh, or uh, an alcohol or drug problem. Uh, I know just a little tangent here, anecdotally, uh, sitting on the solutions committee here in town, I, I, I chair the solutions committee in Riverton, and uh, we talk a lot about the per high, high percentage of people who are incarcerated uh, being put in for uh, alcohol or drug-related issues that contribute to their crime. And it really makes me curious and wonder about the mental health status of those individuals. Is alcohol or are drugs being used to mask um, mental health issues? And, and I think undoubtedly they are. Uh, and so seeking treatment and something that would help them in that area is, is extremely important. Uh, anybody suffering from emotional distress, for example, following the loss of a loved one or a relationship breakup, definitely more risk. Uh, people suffering from chronic pain or illness, uh, you know, it becomes heavy on them to have such long periods of pain, uh, physical pain or physical illness. Anybody who's experienced war, uh, violence, uh, trauma, abuse, or discrimination for long periods of time, uh, you know, that's we're going to have some sessions uh, or some podcasts later on on PTSD and, and military impacts of military and other trauma. Uh, I think that um, we could spend an, an, certainly an entire podcast on that, and we will. Uh, and those who are socially isolated, uh, both on purpose and uh, on their part or by chance, you know, being aware that you know, people who are isolating themselves increase their risk. So what can you do uh, besides noticing the warning signs, uh, you know, really reaching out to that person and finding a quiet place to talk to them. Let them know that you're there to listen, not to judge not to give any kind of negative assessment, but to help them um, be listened to and then ask them, can I help you? Can I get you to see someone? Can I, is it just helpful enough talking to your, you know, to that friend, uh, whatever the case may be. Encouraging the, uh, that person to seek help. Uh, that's where, you know, if you're willing to take them to a doctor, Take them to a counselor uh, or a social worker, someone professional, and, and certainly offer to help them. Go with them. Uh, sometimes that is a huge help because they don't want to do it alone. They would really like to have someone help them. If you think they're in immediate danger, if it's very obvious that they are now, at that time that you're speaking with them, um, at risk, then don't leave them alone stay with them, and in some way, shape, or form, reach out and ask for professional help. Uh, locally, we have a uh, 800 number for uh, Fremont County uh, to be able to contact Fremont Counseling, uh, but I, I definitely wanted to put out there the National uh, Stop Suicide uh, Helpline, which is 1-800-273-TALK, uh, and that's 8255 
so 1-800-273-8255. That is a national number that encourages people to uh, call in. Uh, There are professionals there who will... Uh, start the conversation, and then if necessary, will help link people to resources in their community. If the person that is that you're worried about lives with you, um, you know, do your best to minimize their risk through taking away means of self-harm, uh, whether that's um, you know, medications, firearms, anything that is poisonous that might be potentially used, find a way to remove those things from from the home. Uh, and then stay in touch with them. Even if they give you some indication that they're doing okay now, keep checking in with them just to let them know that you care and, and that you're trying to make that connection. You don't have to be a professional. Um, you don't have to have the degree. You don't have to have the license. You certainly just have to come from a position of caring. Uh, And most anything that we'll talk about in these future podcasts is really just predicated on come to someone and ask if you can help. And if they're willing, then offer that help and do what you can. So um, that's kind of it. Um, As we're kind of coming to a close, I I definitely want to thank everyone for listening Uh, If you know someone struggling with depression or is considering suicide, talk to them, uh, listen with an open mind, and offer your support. Uh, I do want to take the opportunity to thank uh, you for listening, and uh, I encourage you to come back. I intend to do these uh, podcasts about every two weeks. Uh, I'm going to do my best to connect with things going on nationally or locally, Uh, My guests uh, most likely are going to be locally to pull in and spend some time with people working in areas of prevention, areas of treatment, uh, areas of intervention, areas of research, whatever it might be. So if you know anybody, uh, certainly uh, get me that information. I'd love to have some guests and uh, we can talk about uh, any aspect of uh, mental health care. So let's all be positively mental out there and uh, have a great day.